Hello, fellow explorers. Welcome to Positivity Pop-Up. This is Saturday, April 9th, and this is your small step to starting your week off on the right foot with some positive happenings from around the globe. Get some good stuff in your life to filter out the bad. Some of our sirens might be joining us today, but if not, just know they are off being mermazing and you can catch them next week. If you can't wait for more Siren Soapbox, follow us wherever you listen to podcasts for exclusive both content. Follow us on Patreon. And it is not too late to join us for the Ego Challenge. They gamified saving the planet to make it fun. Link is in the show notes. Use the password EXPLORE2023! exclamation point, And that is EXPLORE with a capital E to join the Siren Soapbox team. Everyone who joins gets a Siren Soapbox sticker and the person with the most points at the end of the month will get a special prize pack just from the Sirens. So I have got a few news stories for you guys today. There might be some surprise bonus content later. I don't know, but if there is, Yay, surprise bonus. Uh, It is a pop-up after all. Something could pop up later on. We don't know. Uh, Looks like we have our first caller in. Hello, welcome to the pop-up. As we are waiting for more people to join us, um, I had a fabulous week. I uh, had spring break with my son. We went up to Columbus and we went to the Columbus Zoo I took him to the Lego Brictionary down at the Museum Center in Cincinnati, and that was fun. A little bit frustrated because I didn't get enough done this week, but you know what? I gave myself permission to have fun this week, and that's okay. So I hope everybody is having a good week. Our first story is... oh. I see. You know, I should probably put headphones on. Hey, Elsie. It's all over again when we try to live. (laughs) Can you not hear me? I hear you now. Oh, good. Hi. Good morning. I just got done. We did it. (laughs) I just got done talking about my week. How was your week? Um, it was really good. It was very busy. I helped my niece with her housewarming party yesterday, and today we have Easter, and I have a paper due, and um, I got a lot of really cool stuff done at work. I felt like I you know, got to check some things off my list, so it was a really good week. That is awesome. It's good to hear all positive things. Heck yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, it is the positivity pop-up. It is. And um, speaking of which, I have something to be extremely grateful for, and that is you saving the day um, for all of our listeners. I messaged Elsie yesterday evening and said, look, I just overextended myself. I'm not going to be able to do the positivity pop-up. And she was like, um, hold my water. And... <laughs> went ahead and made sure that today's positivity pop-up happened this morning. So thank you, Elsie. Well, I have to thank you for helping me out last week. 
you're like, uh, we're still having a creative meeting. Let's do this. And we got a lot done. So, you know, you get my back. I get your back. Yeah. Teamwork makes the dream work. That's what they say. And I believe it, actually. So there you go. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, I have a couple stories because, you know, I couldn't not do stories. <laughs> you want to hear them? Yes. Yes. Please tell me. All right. So the first story we have is called Happy Feet. It's an injured African penguin gets a new lease on life with custom sandals. So, what? yeah, this is totally adorable. Check out the link in the description later. I used to work with African penguins. They're also called jackass penguins because when they make they honk, they sound like a donkey. Not because they're jerks, but some of them are jerks sometimes. I have the scars on my hand to prove it. Um, jerks sometimes, right? No matter what our species. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. So this one in particular is a 24-year-old African penguin, which is really old for penguins. And his name, you're never going to guess his name, is Beach Donkey. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> And he was diagnosed with a debilitating condition among avian species known as bumblefoot. So it's kind of like if you're if they're in ca captivity for too long and the conditions aren't really right on their feet because, you know, it's not natural. Uh, they eventually develop this thing on their foot and it's really irritating to them and it can cause bone infections and all sorts of stuff. So they made him adorable little sandals. Oh, that's so precious. I know. So they've got pictures of him in his sandals. And then there's another picture of one of the trainers taking him around the aquarium. And uh, you can see his, his cute little feet. And now he's doing really happy. So. Oh, my gosh. I cannot wait to look at these pictures later. That's going to be amazing. I, I you know, you're going to love it. And of course, I got another ocean-themed one. This one is Meet the Artist Turning Trash into Stunning Animal Sculptures. So there is an artist named Stephanie Hongo, and she is a believer in doing what you love. And she proved that philosophy leading to success. She quit her day job that she absolutely hated and tried to figure out how to make a living for herself. So... She was inspired by fellow artists who crafts murals from trash. So the picture on the front of this story is this giant red octopus, which I know you would just absolutely love. Mm, yes. And it's a beautiful, beautiful sculpture. She literally took trash and turned it into treasure. So lots of good stuff to check out there. And she's helping our planet as well as uh, making something beautiful. I love it. That's awesome. Yeah. And you guys can help our planet too by joining our eco challenge. I talked a little bit about that already, but who knows? Maybe you can turn some trash into treasure and be inspired by this story. Yeah, I love that. That's a great idea. So, Merge, have you ever sung opera before? Um, I mean, every day. <laughs> But would not you like not like on a stage in real life? Okay. Well, would you believe that the world's youngest female opera singer is just ten years old? Wow, that's amazing. I have that 
that is really amazing. But she's so young still. I wonder how like puberty and adulthood is going to change her voice, if at all. Oh, that's a really good point. Well, for now, you can enjoy 10-year-old Victoria Brinker. And at just seven years old, she was named the world's youngest female singer by the Guinness Book of World Records. And she was participating in eight professional performances at the Pittsburgh Public Theater in 2019. She's also been seen on America's Got Talent. There is a video in the link you can check out her gold buzzer on AGT nice. and apparently she spends about 45 minutes to an hour every day practicing her craft. Mm, that's amazing. It just goes to yeah, show I, you got to practice every day. Yeah. I started practicing my vibe. Uh Oh, you cut out, you know, I just want I'm not as dedicated oh, no. as a young opera friend, but from the first day that I picked it up again to um, now, I've noticed a significant change and I'm not even really playing that much. So it is very, practice is very important. I agree. Was that, did you say violin? Yes. I need yeah. to hear you play the violin. We should do a, a whole episode. You can talk about it. Well, Mark and I listened to Mark Marin's podcast, WTF, and at the beginning and the end of each episode, he just played his guitar. Mark's like, you can end the positivity pop-up by playing your violin every week. Like, oh, oh my oh, gosh, yes. I love so this idea. We can just make, we can track my progress over time, you know, see how it goes. Oh gosh. <laughs> now I'm just picturing like screeching strings at the beginning. <laughs> I don't know uh, where your baseline first all, is. First of all, offensive. <laughs> <laughs> fair, fair. I, I haven't. It was a little uh, touch and go when I picked it back up, but I've never actually really screeched my violin strings. It's always come sort of naturally to me. So, so are you saying that like on the movies and media, people are exaggerating? No. I'm not oh. saying that. I'm saying that that wasn't my experience. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, no, I am better than all that. <laughs> I have experienced the, the screech, but it's never really, I've never really, I never really did it. Well, that's good. And yeah. Miss Victoria started singing when she was only two years old. Oh, wow. So she's like this child prodigy. And if y'all are thinking it is past my time and... I can't do anything important. I'm too old. Not true. There is a Colorado man, 91 years old, who became the oldest person to cross the Grand Canyon. It says rim to rim, but I don't like that. <laughs> we'll say from one end to the other. <laughs> you don't want to say that he gave the Grand Canyon a rim job. <laughs> well, now we have to. Because <laughs> I don't edit on Sundays. <laughs> I mean, we have our rating for a reason. Right, exactly. Exactly, Elsie. Some adult humor. Never hurt anybody. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently there are 5.9 million people who have visited the Grand Canyon year after year. But after an exhausting five-day overnight trek, 
Oh, I'm going to say this name wrong. His, his first name is John. Last name, Jep Kempa, J-E-P-K-E-M-A, at age 91, became the oldest person across the Graham, Graham? Grand Canyon on foot, which is incredible. And it only took five days. Wow, that's amazing. Good for him. So, I know. After realizing that the record was quote-unquote open, John decided to pursue the challenge. A group started at the North Rim. Is that really what they call it? Oh, my God. At the... It's like the same as a confluence for the river. It just is what it is, Elsie. Accept it. I'll embrace it. <laughs> so he started at the North Rim, and their journey would take them 14.3 miles past waterfalls and cacti to the canyon's bottom. From there, John and his backpacker pals would climb 9.6 miles to the top of Bright Angel Trail, making use of the park's various campgrounds along their journey. Um, how do we discover how to find if a Guinness Book of World Record is quote-unquote open? Because I feel like the sirens need to be in the Guinness Book. Oh, I think that, you put, well, step one, we should just go to their website. I think any record is open to challenge. I think we just find one that we want to break. I, I think that's how that works. I don't, I could be wrong. <laughs> Are you up for this challenge? Are you up for the challenge of finding a world record to break? The answer is, uh, yeah. Yes! I okay, know. that's going to be awesome. Let's do it. That sounds <laughs> it sounds like so much fun. It reminds me of an iCarly episode. It reminds me of the iCarly episode where they tried to break the um, Guinness World Record for the longest continuous live stream podcast. Not, not podcast, because they, like they did like a YouTube channel or whatever, but... Oh my gosh. I wonder how long that is. And we could totally do that. You're like, uh, no, <laughs> I have homework to do. You can, we can help you with your homework while live on the air. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah. <laughs> and then and we'll leave it. I won't ever, if anybody ever accuses me of uh, writing a paper that is not my own ideas, I can be like, <laughs> check out the live cast. You can check my sources here. Right. It was live. <laughs> or live video. My professor has to sit through 27 hours of a live feed to get to the part where I didn't <laughs> plagiarize my paper. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, how do you feel about Easter egg hunts? Oh, I am a huge fan. Um, yesterday, I did at my niece's housewarming party, I did an adult... You can't see my air quotes, but it wasn't an egg hunt. It was a beer hunt. And I had like, cans of beers and seltzers and little mini butters, bottles of liquor all over her yard for her and her adult friends. That was fun. Uh, that is a totally fun idea. I love that. I got to admit, I think Easter egg hunts are probably my least favorite holiday activity only because... It is like a mad scramble and just watching people climb over each other like absolute animals to get a little plastic egg with candy. I've just seen some crazy ones. Well, but yeah, I do agree with that. It's just All like... Aside, I think they're fun. <laughs> yeah, it's fun when you're the winner, right? Well, there well. is a... <laughs> there's a fire department. It's the Flushing Fire Department in Michigan. And they have kind of a new take on Easter egg hunts. 
or I guess I should say a little bit more organized. They split into five lanes and are divided up into age groups. And then it only lasts a couple minutes. And then after the 4,000 candy-filled eggs are found, 120 of them are marked with special stickers that allow kids to claim prizes after the hunt. And then even after all that, they hand out 350 bags of candy to anyone who didn't get anything. Oh, that's fun. I know. So everybody goes home a winner. And there are several people that were interviewed in this article that go year after year and say it's an absolute blast and they always have a fun time. So I thought that was a little happy spin on, you know, those crazy Easter egg hunts. <laughs> yeah, they can't get a I just, I remember when my kids were little, taking them to those things, and there are some parents that are like, I don't know, it's like the parents teaching the kids to be cutthroat. Maybe calm down a little. <laughs> yeah. We went to one, and they dropped the eggs from a helicopter, oh, and yeah, it was a lot of fun, to, and it was cool to see everything falling from the sky and everything, but... Like there were police yelling at people to stay back and cause they're like trying to get closer and get in there already. And you know, there's still a helicopter right above and it's just like, it's fascinating. people get greedy, but I've got some trivia. You ready from tri for trivia? Blech, oh, I, can talk. Uh, I am ready for trivia. Uh, awesome. And I do have something for you at the very end. So let you just let me know when it's my turn, girl. Oh, shit. All right. Let me do the trivia and then it'll be your turn. Okay. What is the most popular Easter egg candy? Um, I'm going Easter, Easter candy or Easter egg candy? Um, yes. <laughs> I mean, the question okay. is just Easter candy in general. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Um, I'm going to say jelly beans. Oh, that is a good guess. But wrong, it? it is the Cadbury cream egg. Dang. Uh, there is going to be... Um, my answer was going to include an egg after you went, yes. Um, I did, you know, every year they do the Cadbury bunny contest, and um, this year I think it was like a blind something that won. I'll see if I can find it. Oh, I guess I forgot they did that every year. Didn't realize it was a new animal every single year. Yeah. Oh, that's sweet. Well, what is the most popular way to celebrate Easter? That um, praying the rosary and eating ham and chocolate bunnies. I mean, if you're Christian, that should be the correct answer. <laughs> <laughs> it says that Easter dinner, egg dyeing, family photos, and Easter service are all popular on Easter Sunday. However, the beloved Easter egg hunt snags the number one spot with 83% of people participating. Wow. Yeah. So lots of plastic eggs. You think that's too high? Does that mean like 83% of the people who celebrate Easter participate in egg hunts? Oh, now we're like breaking down statistics and the unreliability of statistics. <laughs> I know, right? This is like a whole larger conversation. 
I, I was just thinking, like, just like the Jewish population alone, like they don't participate in Israeli hunts. You know what I mean? Probably is my guess. I don't know. I mean, I don't. I don't know because I they're pending of people. God, why can't I talk this morning? Uh, Jack was nice enough to even wake up early and make me coffee because he's wonderful. Oh, that was so sweet of him. I mean, no. Uh, I'm not sure to answer your original question because <laughs> 83 does sound like a lot, but I'm there are plenty of people. percent of people who celebrate Easter. That makes sense. That's a lot. All right. I'll go with that. I like it. Did you know that people are painting potatoes this year instead of eggs because the price of eggs are too, too high? <laughs> wow. I mean, that's all I can say is, wow. Have people given up eating eggs because they're so expensive? Because what's the difference? You're just going to eat them. Right? I guess yeah. unless you don't like them hard boiled and you'd rather boil mash them and put potatoes in stew. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, good point, Elsie. <laughs> but right. then, I don't I know. That it brings up a whole point about, you know, don't use toxic paint if you're going to do that. Anywho. Yeah. <laughs> in Germany, how do they celebrate Easter? Um, is it with sausage? <laughs> <laughs> um, possibly, but I think you're going to love this one. The night before Easter, thousands of Germans come together to burn old Christmas trees, marking the end of winter and beginning of spring. And it's also believed that the fire will drive away evil spirits. Huh. I love that. I might start saving my Christmas tree for Easter. Yeah. I was thinking about the same thing. Because that could be a lot of fun. Yeah. So how many times has the White House Easter egg roll been canceled since 1878? Oh, okay. So let's see. That's over 100 years. It's closer to like almost 150 years. I'm going to go with seven. That is a good guess, and you would think it would be higher, but it has only been canceled three times, twice because of the pandemic, and once because of bad weather. Wow, that's impressive. Yeah. Which means during like all those wars and stuff, they were still doing Easter egg rolls. Yeah, I mean, it's a you can't, you don't fuck with tradition, Elsie. This is true. You got to have something to hold on to. Do Americans prefer peep chicks or peep bunnies? Um, peep chicks. Ooh. Yeah, I, I'm staying with that. Final answer, peep chicks. Yes, yeah, 64% of Americans prefer chicks to bunnies. Which one do you prefer? Again, this is 64% of the people who eat peeps. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I prefer neither. I'm, I'm not a peep girl. Oh, man. I know. I'm, I'm more of a salty snack kind of person. Yeah, I do both. It's my downfall. Yeah, I saw an... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I saw an alternative use for peeps, and they were, like, using it as a pin cushion or a wine stopper or a cell phone holder. Because they're like, that's the only appropriate way to use a peep. That is hilarious. We had s'mores yesterday at Morgan's, and now I'm, you know, I feel like this is a fail on my end, but we totally could have roasted peeps for this. Oh, my gosh. Hmm. Next, There's always next time, Elsie. I know. Oh, first time caller. Idea for Guinness record. 
Number of times a person can say, I love that. Mer already has that record. <laughs> <laughs> or this is my favorite episode. <laughs> right? It, this right now is my favorite episode. It's so much more fun when people join. So thank you for joining. I know. <laughs> I, know. I, I, you know, the whole reason why I wasn't going to be able to do it is because I just didn't have time to pull articles. It just wasn't happening. So you did all the heavy lift for me. I just get to get on and have fun. This is fun. <laughs> Good. I had so many dreams last night about all the different things that like ways it could have gone wrong. <laughs> so I'm glad it's going smoothly. So fun. Also, I believe that if you dream about working in your sleep, that you should get credit for it in the waking life. Just, just an idea. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, Mur, what holiday do people buy the most candy? I mean, I feel like I have to say Easter because this is Easter quiz. I know, right? I kind of gave you a spoiler. That is, in fact, right. Shockingly, Halloween is not the most popular holiday to buy candy, nor is Valentine's Day or Christmas. Easter is the leader with over $800 million in candy sales the week before the big day. Wow. I, I was actually trying to decide between Easter and Halloween because I feel like probably Halloween gets a lot of candy purchases, but... No, I feel like Halloween, that's the main thing that you do is go trick-or-treating. There are those losers that hand out raisins and pencils and shit, so. Ugh, Maybe they're, losers. Maybe they're keeping the candy sales down. Man. All right, how tall is the largest Easter egg? Um, hmm. I've seen your drone footage of the world's largest horseshoe cramp. <laughs> so I feel like eggs can get pretty big. Um, oh, and it is made of chocolate too. I don't think I said that. No, you didn't. I, that was actually, I was thinking that. I wonder what the medium is. Okay. <laughs> chocolate. I'm going to go with um, 27 feet. That is a really close guess. It is a 34 feet tall. Dang, that and was so close. yeah, you should go get a lottery ticket today. <laughs> it was in 2011. It was created in Italy and it weighed 7,200 kilograms. Best part, aside from the internal steel frame to keep it up, the giant egg was made out of pure chocolate and marshmallow. Mm, that's a I wonder. No. So first time caller says Easter seems to be celebrated much more in other countries, which is a good point. And Cayman yeah. makes it a long weekend. Business is closed on Monday. So that would make sense that, you know, Easter sales and everything are higher. Yeah, that does make sense. And I'm sure the Halloween's probably not as widely celebrated. That's yeah. Guess. Americans go crazy for that. Yeah. Yeah, we do. Also... <laughs> I am, um, and when I run for president, one of my campaign platforms is going to be closed on Monday after Easter. Um, we all should just time. be closed on Mondays all the time, except for everybody listening to Siren Soapbox. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> all right. In Poland, where do they say the original painted eggs came from? I mean, it was probably like um, some 
some goblin or elf or something. <laughs> this is really funny <laughs> when you hear the answer. <laughs> Polish folklore says the Virgin Mary <laughs> offers eggs to the soldiers guarding Christ on the cross. And as she begged for their mercy, her tears dropped and colors appeared on the eggs. Okay. Well, first of all, and <laughs> how expensive eggs are these days, maybe that's true. Maybe they were <laughs> similar to the price of gold or something. But it seems like a far cry from people gifting her frankincense and myrrh and gold when this baby was born to hear some eggs to save his life. That's all I can yeah. say. Well, it was different groups of people. <laughs> yeah, that's different strokes. <laughs> yeah. Different groups of people. Um, but yeah, I've always wondered where the idea for that came from. So that was an interesting thought. On chocolate bunnies, what part do people go for first? The ear. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. 78% of people go for the ears. Whereas my son, when I asked him this question, said the butt. Oh my God, of course he did. <laughs> Yeah, 22% are split evenly for the tail or the feet. Nice. You freaks. I'm just kidding. We're keeping it positive here. <laughs> In Switzerland, who delivers Easter eggs to the kids? Um, is it Santa Claus? No, that would be a, a good one, though. I just it's another animal. It's off season. <laughs> Santa can't afford to pay the bills, elves. He's got to. It's not that he just he just is bored up there in the North Pole. He needs something to keep him busy and active, keep his mind fresh. I'm pretty sure the Easter Bunny would be like, "Stay out of my holiday." Stay in your lane, Santa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, first time caller says the Easter moose. Ooh, not quite as large of an animal, although I think I like an Easter moose better than an Easter cuckoo bird. Oh, what? Come on. Yeah. I want to, I don't know. I want to know where the idea for the Easter bunny came from. I mean, that's random too, but I know it's anyway, many, oof, how many billions of Easter beans, Easter, God, I quit. <laughs> how many billions of jelly beans will be eaten in America this Easter? Last question. Um, 423 million. Sorry, billions. Oh, uh, 423 billion. <laughs> <laughs> it is 16 billion jelly beans oh, will be eaten this way Easter. Way off. Way off. Okay. I wonder. Go ahead. I wonder how many times your answer would have gone around the earth because 16 billion would circle the globe three times. Wow. All right. So it would be 423 divided by 16, but I'm, I, it's too early to do that math without a calculator. I'll see. Yeah. Way so, too early. So here is the story about the Cadbury bunny contest. Crash is our, that's, that's the uh, bunny that's in quotes, his name. Crash is our 2023 Cadbury bunny tryouts winner. Congratulations, Crash. After breaking his leg and jaw and losing an eye, 
Crash charmed his way into becoming a resident shelter cat who performed the cutest tricks. He reminds us that every cat is worth saving. Oh, Crash is our winner. Good job, and, Crash. Yeah. Before we leave everybody, I want to just tell you that today is um, national a couple of things. Where, what are you playing with over there? Me? Yeah. I just rubbed my eyes. What did it sound like? <laughs> it sounded like um, like metal scraping across your desk. It was weird. Oh, my headphone, I think, just hit. My head hit the microphone. Maybe that was it. Oh, that's Is it, it this? Um, <laughs> I don't know. I no. don't hear it now. That's funny. Sorry, I distracted you. It's national what? Oh, it is. Well, obviously, it's Easter. Um, but it's also April 9th is National Unicorn Day. Heck yeah. Um, that's amazing. National Cherish and Antique Day. Huh. Do you have any uh, antiques that you cherish? I mean, I've got this curious monkey on my desk that I've been told is from an antique store. <laughs> My mom gave me a necklace and a ring that came from her um, her aunt or great aunt. So it, it's been in the family for a while. So I, I do cherish that. I'll give it to one of my daughters someday. Oh, that's sweet. Okay, yeah, I've got some jewelry that used to be relatives, and then uh, a Singer sewing machine. Oh, yeah. I used to have my grandma singer and we got rid of it. So I'm, that makes me kind of sad. I wish I would have kept it, but, you know. Aww. What do yeah. you do? Um, you can only have then, so much stuff. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, of course, there are many other things. But the last one I'll leave you with is National Name Yourself Day. Elsie, what would you name yourself? Oh, man. You know, growing up, I always wanted the name Maya. M-A-Y-A pretty name so i don't know if that's still true i'd have to really think about that that's a huge decision right and then it also if you um believe in numerology it can have a total effect on your personality and the way um people perceive you so yeah that's a good point what would you name yourself you know i don't know i when i was growing up for some reason, I feel like I've been asked this question a lot, like, because it's like a fun thing. What would your name be if you could pick it? But I always go with Jane, and I feel like I'm a, kind of like a, just like a normal fit in with everyone else kind of person. But I don't know that that's necessarily true. I think You're not a plain Jane. So, I don't know. Maybe it would be something like, uh, like uh, Daryl or... <laughs> I don't know. What's so, your middle name? Jean. Jean. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. I was named after two grandmas. My grandma Mary and my grandma Jean. That's right. First time caller. My name's Joker or Smoker, Midnight Toker, Maurice, Gangster of Love. All that from the Steve <laughs> Miller song. We're not that young, Bill. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> I know that song. Well, do you have time for a couple of Easter jokes? Uh, who doesn't have time for jokes? That's what I want to know. <laughs> oh, oh, was that your special surprise? The yeah, the national That's days. I love surprise. it. That's awesome. We should 
put that in the show notes. I'll put that in the show notes. Like, what would you name oh, yourself okay. in honor I'll of? Say. Yes. Thank you. Sure. All right. Christmas comes before Easter in one place. Where? Hmm. Wait, all. Oh. I was going to say it always does, but it's actually the end of the year. <laughs> um, I'm going to say China. Nope. The dictionary. Oh, duh. Stupid. <laughs> That's not really a joke, more of like just a stupid fact. Uh, no, I how... thought we were doing jokes. I was like, <laughs> this is more trivia. <laughs> You're making me use my brain. Stop. No. How can you make Easter preparations go faster? Um, hop on them. Oh, that's a good one. But they say use the eggs press lane. <laughs> Boo. What happens if you get married on Easter? You pop out babies like bunny races. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You live happily ever after. Oh. <laughs> Why are people always tired in April? Um gosh i don't know i can't even think of something funny to say <laughs> because they just finished a march <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh these are like dad jokes i know they i know that's what makes them so freaking funny <laughs> all right one more uh gosh i'm stuck between two all right, i'll just do more. both all right fine What's the best way to make Easter easier? Um, does it have something to do with Egg Express again? <laughs> no. <laughs> but keep that in mind for next one. Oh, okay. Then what is you, it? You put an I where the T is. That's oh. a spelling joke. <laughs> <laughs> What should you do to prepare for all the Easter treats? Um, I don't know. I already um, gave you a clue. I know. Express yourself. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, you're so close. Eggs, sir. Size? Eggs, exercise. Yes. See, so your body is in the tip-top shape to get all those carbs in there that's right well this was a fun episode and a hoppy surprise that you hopped on uh oh i offended her i feel like she's talking but i don't hear her oh there you are You're oh, back oh. sorry I, I don't know what oh. happened i lost you for a minute oh no i just was saying it was a hoppy surprise that you hopped on. <laughs> and then it was crickets and you were like, dang, I thought that was a little funny. I was like, oh, damn, I offended her. Uh, first time caller said, those are great egg yolks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. 
so much fun as always um i gotta admit i don't know how to close out the show would you like to close it out oh i can't because you're in charge but at the i meant like with your words (laughs) Oh, I see. I thought you meant to like actually stop the live stream. Sure. Yeah. Thank you everyone for hopping on and listening to us today. This was a ton of fun. Thank you so much, Elsie, for stepping in and taking charge and bringing us some great stories. Um, Elsie and I, and maybe a couple other sirens are hopping on tomorrow to record another episode of Siren Song. So you'll want to join our Patreon so you don't miss that episode. And we'll, uh, what are we recording this week for the actual podcast? Oh, it's another pre-dive. It is. We did a pre-dive just two weeks ago, setting up all the way until June. But this one's going to be setting up April and a little bit of May. We've got a lot of reading to do. Yeah. So if you're a, if you're a reader... Um, or if you're not, it doesn't matter. You can still join us because we're going to I mean, for you. So. <laughs> yeah, you can always do an audiobook too, which we have. We so. should always share that, uh, that code to get a discount. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think it's just Siren Soapbox. Huh? Is it 20% off? I believe it is 20% off. I'll find that link and we'll put it in the show notes for the pre-dive. Got it. Perfect. All right. Well, until next time, dive in, stay curious, and be happy. Have a good one, everyone. Thanks, Elsie. Thank you.